To episode 48, I believe. I think that's correct. Uh, we're no longer going to get into any details about John Davies. God rest his soul in uh, <laughs> Fort Wayne. Definitely alive, just not here. <laughs> yes. Um, we have some fantastic guests that we're very excited to uh, have introduced themselves shortly. Uh, we recently, as in November, did a uh, collaboration with them uh, for the 22 Hefeweizen. And Veterans Day, super excited. Um, so we're just going to go around the table, introduce ourselves, and uh, get rolling. I am Jeff from Keg Grove. I'm Tyler from Keg Grove. I'm Patrick Schmidt from the Central Illinois Veteran Warriors. Uh, John Lennar from Central Illinois Veteran Warriors. Holly Phillips, Central Illinois Warriors. Matthew Chidley, what they said. There you go, perfect. <laughs> so yeah, we're super stoked, and even more so, I wish, uh, obviously nobody can see anything, but... Uh, they also recently gifted us a sweet hockey jersey for Keg Grove. Uh, it's right in this room right now. Um, we're, we're very excited. Our intentions are to get that framed and hanged up. Hanged, hanged up. up. That is just we great. We're going to hang that up. Uh, get that hung up. Uh, and you were well, a teacher. Were <laughs> uh, is the correct uh, vernacular there. So thank you, Tyler. Yes, yes. Never English, though, right? No, oh, you taught everything. Well, I had no choice but to teach everything. So there was English, but English was not my best. No. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, how, why don't we take a second and uh, just start out by having you guys kind of talk a little bit more about your organization and what it is and what you guys do and. I'm sure we'll go down 20 tangents from there. Our organization um, has an adaptive sports program to help veterans, disabled veterans, kind of get back into the flow of a natural life after serving. Um, studies have shown that veterans that get out suffer from anxiety, depression, PTSD, and they lose like the sense of always doing something physical and it's a chemical reaction to going from a very stressful situation or environment continuously to one that doesn't have as much. And so with our program, we, we have the physical and mental health aspect that improves with the veterans themselves. Um, obviously, we do a lot of events. We, we hang out together. We always text or message each other. So we're always in contact just to make sure everything is good because as the bear states, the 22 is 22 veterans take their lives each day, and the goal is to reduce that down to none. And especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, it's been more important than ever for veterans to kind of connect with other veterans to bring them in and have them involved and go out and, you know, be on that bench with us talking or, you know, even showing up and talking, communicating. That's what it's about. It's just that camaraderie, that support that they don't, you know, veterans that get out don't really have sometimes it's you're out here you go kind of thing yeah so. yeah thousand percent no I, you know for me the program is extremely important so for instance so i did three tours uh in iraq i did one tour in afghanistan and even back in 99 i did a, a tour in the balkans so when i go to work i can't talk about my experiences with my co-workers and for the most part i can't even talk about a lot of my experiences with my wife or my mother yeah 
But now I have a group um, that if I'm feeling some anxiety or depression or if I have some issues, I, I have a support system that I could talk to. So the main thing is people think, oh, it's a hockey. It's not. The main is the locker room, right? When you're hanging out with the guys, when you're going out with the guy's yeah. buddy, yeah. and you're going through some kind of like, man, I can't believe I had that. And everyone had it, right? So if you go and you experience some trauma and you have some PTSD or anxiety, that's normal. You, you've experienced traumatic things. So if you're not feeling some kind of emotion towards that or anxiety or PTSD, you're probably a sociopath, right? In my book, right? So it's normal and it's healthy. But being around these guys, uh, we have common experiences. And um, so it helps prevent, right, depression. Because what happens is when you're depressed, uh, it creates isolation. And then isolation then creates further depression. And it steamrolls. But now you have a team and you have a support system that you can rely on and trust and that you that, that'll help you when you need it. And, and that's what the whole program's not about. So I just... It's not about hockey. It's about it's about brotherhood and, and a family and a support system and sisterhood, John. Sisterhood. No, hundred percent. That's uh, I mean, it's that's a whole different twist than I've ever even thought of it. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, we I've never served. You've never served, Tyler. And I mean, it's I know we have Corey, one of our regulars, who's currently not here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he may be having some issues this morning. He um, forgot it was noon. Yeah, right? <laughs> he doesn't want to rush. Right. <laughs> but, but all the same, you know, it's just, it's, it's things that I think that's, I mean, we were talking in the last one about just respecting everybody in their jobs. Mm-hmm. Like we all, it's very quick and easy to talk trash about how crappy you think somebody's doing their job or how much overpaid you think they are. I think the same thing goes for, you know, our servicemen and women. I can't relate. I can't even imagine. You know what I mean? I can't. There's no way. I mean, I've heard stories, but I can't imagine it one way or another. And, I mean, I think think that level of respect is where it is. And I absolutely respect what you guys are doing for anybody. And what's interesting is actually Holly is still in serving. So, like, she's still, you know, she, she sees, you know, a lot more than what we are because right. I've been out since 2004 and it's changed. I mean, we were sitting downstairs and they were talking stories and it's like, you know, Matthew was saying, you know, oh, this has changed since then. So you have to get to this point. And it's just like, and I've been out, you know, and I'm like, yep, a lot of that's changing. <laughs> but we have someone that actually kind of, you know, has input and she actually can kind of translate and help out and everything with that. That's cool. That's yeah, very it's, cool. And stemming off like with the, the hockey team, so I'm a newer guy. I got out in 2018. Okay. Um, some of the old school guys over here. <laughs> I was in my 40s. Well, I don't know. Holly's going to put you in your spot soon whenever she does. <laughs> um, no, but when you, they had these programs in the military that help you quote unquote transition. Okay. Well, that's no transition at all. It's just pretty much like a job fair for jobs within that base. Pretty gotcha. much. Like, so you're not really getting transitioned out and they're talking to you about finances but they don't teach you anything right yeah. so when they throw you back into like the, the world like I found these guys because I emailed the head of USA Hockey and found out that there's a team here okay um, but they just throw you back into the world well if I didn't have these guys I'd probably still be trying to figure out what to do yeah you know because I didn't I didn't know what to do I knew I wanted to go to college because I'd get that benefit I was yeah. like alright I'm going to go do that but on top of all of it 
I was like, oh man, I'll get thrown back into the world and I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. Like, you know, I got a job because of my, my dad and from there I met these guys and I, ever since then I've grown and I've listened to them and their experiences and my experiences by making sure like the brother and sisterhood that we created that it's an open forum anything goes I mean I just got a phone call two days ago from one of the one of the players is like hey man I'm having like a bad day I'm like yeah dude talk to me yeah like that's the cool part because they just throw you out to the wolves back into the civilian world right and coming from especially like a combat arms background like you, you're not normal Right. No, I mean, people are like, no, you've been doing something very different than the common day. Yes. Yes. (laughs) To kind of extend on that a little bit is, you know, if you don't have a plan set for when you get out, that's what the struggle is. It's like you have to have it. It's like you can't just, oh, I'll just go and live with my parents for a little bit and then get a job kind of thing. I mean, you really have to have things set in stone. For me, I knew I was going out of school. I actually was applying to colleges got accepted and everything and I was like okay this is what I'm going to do this is when school starts this is kind of deadlines and that really kind of helped because of because that's where the struggle is, is when you get out it's like what am I going to kind of do some jobs translate well some don't and you know filling in that gap is the biggest thing and so coming into our organization hey we understand we can help out come hang out with us at least you know put some of that stress and everything that you're going through it kind of on on the back for a little bit to really kind of you know, work out, get that physical going, physical ex- exercise going so that, you know, when you come back into it, it's like, okay, it's not as daunting at least, you know, maybe things yes. are a little bit more clear. That makes sense. How do you guys, like, uh, recruit more people or find more, I don't want to call players, I mean, let's be honest, it's, it's that, like you said, it's a double-jointed kind of thing. So I think when we started a couple of years ago, we did have flyers at the ranks and the hockey shops and, um, I don't know if we really got the numbers from that. So mm-hmm. I, I'd say largely word of mouth. It, you know, okay. just, hey, you meet someone at the rink playing hockey or uh, met a couple guys from the Marine Corps League and, hey, come out and play, man. And they get excited about it and, you know, they come out. Everybody's at a different place in their lives. Some people, you know, are working more and have kids' events. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just really word of mouth and recruiting. Um, you know, I wish, uh, you know, we can get out and advertise more and promote more, but hopefully through things like this, people hear about and yeah, you know, want to get out and, yeah. and be part of it all. And uh, like I said, it's hockey, but we have people that come out, um, have never played before. They don't play rec league. Um, they don't actually, we've had a couple guys that don't skate in anything but this team. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter what your level of ability is. If you want to come out, uh, we've got 30 some we'll find you equipment we'll get you suited up right we will get you out there and we'll have a good time and maybe the first time you'll be like wow this is really hard don't give up it's just like the military you know you got to start uh, and it's nothing like hockey translates more to military that shoot move and communicate right that's what right. we do and that's what you do in hockey man so um, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to worry about if they're a fighter or not because you <laughs> already know that. Like, we got that covered. <laughs> That's the best part because they thought about that. They're like, it's a no hit league. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have there. everybody get their head ripped off. <laughs> what, what, what it I though. So, so there are some some people out there, other teams. That's, it's let's rough. go back to the Sometimes. 70s. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say there's a couple games that get physical. You know, you got to think most of the guys coming in. Their issues and, and their disabilities are from their shoulders up. 
right? Yeah, yeah. So you bump someone, you're winning. People some, yeah. I mean, there's there's some games that get a little bit physical and you know a little bit uh, yes. rough. And, uh, <laughs> there's some pushing and shoving. I wouldn't say we've had any huge fights, but yeah. there's yeah. definitely some. We've come close. So there's yeah. been a few times where there's been a scuffle and some shit talking in front of me <laughs> in my net and I'm like please get oh, out of the way before you start you ever chop punches. you ever chop it like the ankles no <laughs> she's too nice why, why chop she's there right. why not go for something else right but let's but, get some search you know when they're close enough you just get a little chop at the ankle and then you go yeah. from there you know no, but one thing about the recruiting aspect we we started actually in the fall of 18 with about nine ten people so okay and <laughs> I don't know, three, four months later, we were at 20 already. And that's when we were like, we kind of sat down. That's and fantastic. Like, this, is, this is kind of legit here. You know, if we're going to, you know, get donors and sponsors and supporters, you know, we do have a legal process that we have to kind of follow to do that. And that's what really got the ball rolling. We were doing really good recruiting, obviously, you know, up until March of 2020. I mean, we were growing uh, ex- exceptionally well. And then. You know, we weren't able to get out and, you know, do much because of the restrictions. But now we're getting back, and I don't know how many, you know, potential new members we have that now this year, five or six at least that I can think of. And, you know, it started a little bit even last summer where we added a few more. But that's the thing. It's always continuous. And even if you don't want to be part of the sports program, it's still, hey, come just come hang out and stuff, you know, we're Yeah, we go we're camping, yep. we go hiking, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, fishing. Yeah, fishing. That's a good thing. I like doing that. I think our program, there's warrior programs like ours all around the nation now. And I think one of the things that makes it, it special is um, we're recruiting out of Peoria, Tazewell, McLean County. Yeah. We've got a couple people now from Champaign. Okay. We're playing teams that generally come from populations of 800 to over a million right so yeah. they, they have the numbers but i think what makes us unique is because we're we're a little bit smaller and so we can focus more on each other and, and create more of a support system so we like uh two weeks ago we played a tournament in st louis we went three and one and you know we, we beat a team from uh, philadelphia <laughs> uh, holly was a net she did amazing <laughs> You know, the next game, we played, uh, Dallas. we played a team from Dallas. We, we, we sh- uh, beat them. Uh, we did lose to Kansas City, but then we it was a team that was from all of Colorado, and we, and we beat them. So we went 3-1, and one, but these most teams are playing, you know, like St. Louis, Chicago. Yeah, they have yeah, huge yeah. populations. Yeah, yeah. We don't have that, you know, that population. But we're, we're still, you know, we, we went to Minnesota. Uh, we won... Um, we were the tournament champions, and uh, we beat teams from Minnesota and uh, Dallas and yeah. again. And uh, but yeah. but the fact that we are you know a little bit smaller, I think, is what makes our program really really special. You know, you, you can't get lost in it. And those no, programs I, I like that are that. in bigger areas, you know, obviously there's a lot more veterans there, but they don't really extend out. You know, like Chicago, you know, they don't really go a whole lot further out. So it's like. 
I kind of sit there. It's like we'll take all the veterans that they don't want, you know, or they're not reaching. Yeah. Obviously, St. Louis is another one. It's like they're so we'll big. Take, they have a waiting yeah. list. And they oh, have, they like, have yeah. five different sets of teams, right? Yeah. Three. St. Yeah. Louis has a waiting list yeah. now yeah. to get on the team. So it's like, and they yeah. have five different or four or five different teams. I can't remember how many. And, and actually, two of their uh, current members were like, "Hey." Uh, can we come join you guys? And we're like, hey, we're open to that. You know, yeah. we're not going to turn right. You know, a veteran just because you know they're not close enough to us. Yeah. And, you know, as, as John alluded to, there's so many, but there's only forty. Okay, and it's one of those things where it's like there's such a gap and such a need. You know, especially in here in Central Illinois, because you know we're covering all that space. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah, that's the it, biggest thing. I think it's, it's helping. When you said it's true, so if you look at the larger nonprofits like Wounded Warrior Project, Semp, you know all these, <clears throat> yeah. they're targeting the bigger city, right? They it, look, it's still a business, right? Yeah, it's a nonprofit right. yeah, business, right. yeah. but it's still a business. Yeah. These organizations aren't reaching out to Central Illinois, so, so there's not a lot of veteran resources in Central or nonprofits that are trying to, you know, you have the VA, you have counseling, you have therapy. Right, you have different things through, you know, but you don't have a ve- a lot of veteran organizations, especially like Wounded Warrior Project, that that are reaching out to people in this area. So, can we fill a gap there? You know, maybe, hopefully, hopefully we can extend out and, and keep growing and doing that. Going off of that, veterans hate hospitals. Oh, we yeah, were, we're yeah, just told right. from day one, <laughs> never go to the hospital. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're breaking your arm, like don't go, yeah. right? So it, getting them to like these therapy sessions with actual doctors and people who you know studied this, they're not going to be wanting to go. So the outlet for us is it's just a brother sisterhood, right. and that yeah. that gets them out here. And then people call you, people will talk to you about the problems that they're experiencing. So it's like, yeah, guys who experienced it got out of that rut. Instead of being like in a formal setting, like right. tell me about your problems, dude. right? And you're laying uh, on that fancy leather couch, yeah. and they're like just like watching the. <laughs> you know, the, you've brought up this couch more than one time on the podcast. <laughs> yes, you have. You have a, you have a couch. I need one. I need one of those fancy couches. To visit the couch. We should then see if we can get rid of that one. Get one of those curved little things where you lay it's down. Exactly you know, like, what you like, said the last time. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> We're having deja vu, Tyler here today. <laughs> No, that totally makes sense. And, and just you guys being, like, smaller and covering so much more space. And, I mean, just the stories you're telling, I mean, about how you talk to each other. And I can only imagine it's got to be more beneficial being in a tight-knit group like you guys rather than a five-team, big-city waiting list. I mean, not that they're not close yeah. and helping each other, but it, it's a lot more pressure. Yeah, I'm actually way. part of the Wounded Warriors uh, project. Okay. Chicago. Yeah. Uh, they send me stuff and all this stuff, but it's like a big blanket. You know, yeah. it's not really personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. that's like, I think where they kind of, like, it's a great thing they're doing, especially getting out adapted sports, like, yeah. taking these guys out hunting and 100%. all this crazy cool stuff and getting them out and doing different things they're used to. But, like you said, the big versus the small, you know, big, they have the funding. Yeah. And they could, if you really have something bad going on, like, they're going to, drop everything and come to you right, figure something right. out uh, it's like we don't have the funding to do, like, do that but we're gonna make sure that we're gonna help you with any personally yeah, yeah. and yeah. then yeah. like the guy's uh, house in what was it Peoria yeah. that had the tree fall yeah. on it the, there they, was, we, they were there there was an veteran who uh, person came out and said oh the tree's dying they were going to chop it down they chopped it down to his house 
and then the left, and the city wasn't going to do anything for him, so we, you know, took a June Banded day together and, and, and like, yep, just chopped it and got it to working, curb and you know. got rid of some of it, and you know, yeah, somebody cleaned the, the basement out too. Yeah. So long story short, the guy was a an army vet. Um, he was working at Caterpillar. Uh, lost his arm in, a, in an accident. Was on disability and bought a house with a settlement. Tree fell on his house and you know didn't have the money to cover a lot of the insurance. You know, uh, so we, we, we assisted it. But we do a lot of community service. So um, we went to the Ronald McDonald House. They needed uh, furniture assembled. We volunteered our time to to uh, put together the furniture and then. Uh, another event recently, uh, neighborhood house in Peoria. Uh, we volunteered, uh, three of us here volunteered, and we did Santa for seniors, where we were delivering free free gifts to uh, to seniors and homebound uh, homebound people. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Christmas. So Very yeah, cool. I mean a lot of it's we're trying to get more community and do more philanthropy as and, well. Yeah, and that's one thing. Back. Is, you know, we kind of mentioned doing that uh, veterans informational fair kind of work. Yeah, we yeah. bring in different veterans organizations from. Champaign, Peoria, and you know, obviously the aim is right around Memorial Day weekend, a little bit before or after, so that veterans know what the other benefits are. It's just not, you know, exercise. There's the Marines for Life that you know, help with job placement. And yes, it says Marine for Life, but they do help everybody in the other right, branches. Right. An individual I know that does a lot of pro bono legal work, and it's just not finding disabilities. It could be very personal. Um, the USO is interested, obviously. Us, there, or we're going to, you know, be there. Um, try to get even the VFW, American Legion, kind of involved, and kind of go from there. Maybe get a VA rep, so that yeah. everybody kind of knows. When, and that's one thing about our organization. It's like, you know, you could be like, oh, how do I start a disability claim? And someone, I, someone almost would be like, this is how you do it. You know, otherwise, it's kind of like you just kind of, you know. You know, you have to figure it out on your own, and that's yeah. the toughest thing. It's a hassle. Yeah, yeah and so yeah. you would think like you guys put in your time, <laughs> like when you get done, it should be the easiest thing ever. You know, like hey, I have a question about that. Well, this is what you do. Like it's, it shouldn't be. I mean, that that's what's baffling to like. No, oh, yeah, to me, yeah, it's to us. You know, never served, but it's like, why the hell is it so hard? Why can't you? Not on you, but like why? But why? Why is, why is it such not supporting you? Yeah. I, I, that's an interesting question because I think like you know the VA does get a bad rap, but I think part of it is the the VA is under so much consistent pressure, and you know some of their systems are maybe a little outdated. You know, compared to a regular health you know care system, it, it's and that's the issue. I think is it's just. It's not the resources necessarily. It's just the pressure, the continuous pressure, right. and trying to reduce the wait times. I mean, um, I filed a disability claim in October, and I didn't get an appointment until January for it. Um, I'm still going through appointments yeah. for my disability. I've been doing it since 2018, and but mine's a little bit more extensive. Uh, right. I had to get brain scans. I had to do all these crazy things. Yeah, get yeah. blood draws constantly. I, yeah. And stuff like that. Mine's a little bit more. I got in a helicopter accident. Okay. And so, I'll, it was all documented. But the amount of they just want to make sure they're covering every aspect to make mm -hmm. sure you get. It is a little bit longer, and there's a lot of wait times because there's a lot of people that actually do have disabilities and these crazy accidents that happen all over the all over the militaries. And it's, but it seems like it's longer. 
but they, I mean, they're really doing extensive, you know, doctor appointments. Yeah, so you're always going through. I, I hope Matt doesn't mind me saying this, but you can't tell by looking at him now, but he had to learn to walk again. Yeah. Really? Yep. That's crazy. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. you learn how to walk and talk after so, my accident. Really? So yeah, like the VA is great. Like if I need an appointment, I get an appointment. The problem is getting access to it and getting into it. So for instance. In 2006, I was on a small um, advisor team to the Iraqi Army. It was just 12 of us. We were, you know, like, like a small base embedded with the Iraqi Army. We had almost no medical support. We had one corpsman. Yeah, I got concussed a few times, but you know what? Guess what? It's not documented now in my medical records. So I go back and say, look, I'm having some challenges. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. from these, and I believe it's from, you know, these concussions. Go back to the VA. Well, there's nothing in your medical records about it. Well, yeah, I went and there was no concussion awareness. I, I went and slept it off and took some Motrin. Right, and, uh, right. and now they're like, well, <laughs> change your socks, drink a, drink a canteen, baby. Sorry, no, issues, Come on, we recognize it, but we can't service connect it. So, you know, you're, so that's the problems, I think, is once you get out a year, you have to service connect everything. And, uh, you know, you're told, like, hey, if you go to see the doctor you're going to be a sick bait commando and you're black labeled and at, you know weak and and uh so now you don't have stuff in your records and now you want to get the help or the va and you know it's, it gets it's harder and harder yeah. that's the that's that's the larger challenge the va itself is good if everything is documented in your military medical records it's yeah. pretty easy if it's documented yeah but yeah. once it's not documented it's it's you know it's a fight so that's the it's, so it's, I've, I've been, I was evaluated and then I got reevaluated because I was like, this, there's a lot of stuff that I think needs to be service related. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I'm trying to get is anxiety and depression. And they won't service connect it because oh, yeah. I have a predisposition for it because it runs in my, in my family. Mm -hmm. But I was never diagnosed or given medication for it. So that's just one of the things that, like, I get frustrated with because I've never had panic attacks. Before, but, right, yeah. and now I do get them. So it's uh, speaking on that and what you were saying. There's, I think a lot of the studies that have been happening, especially with like concussions and all that stuff. Military people are constantly around loud noises and all like when they're in, and they're also to micro concussions. That's what they call them. You know, okay. a flashbang goes off, a detonation charge, or you're shooting a 50 cal, you're shooting a Mark 19 or something, mm -hmm. like grenade machine gun. Sorry, no, just good. stuff like just stuff like that. And uh, they actually relate that now because the study that they just did that it will affect the testosterone and your estrogen levels, right? Really. And men and women both have testosterone, estrogen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And. Like, I got tested for this, and I'm, it's kind of embarrassing, but whatever. <laughs> my uh, testosterone level was so low. I was so low, they thought I was like an 80-year-old man. Really? Yeah, after all these... Well, that also with the concussion I had. The TV, I had a traumatic brain injury on top of that. But with all that, and you're coming out from what you did in the military and coming up doing nothing, yeah. your adrenaline is not there anymore, you know? You're so used to so much adrenaline. It's yeah. so, like... It's a, like you literally walk down the hallway and someone challenges you to a fight and guess what? You guys are you guys are wrestling and you're just just being dudes or gals yeah, yeah, and just fighting yeah. each other for the heck of it, right? Yeah. So your testosterone's always gone. You're like always in like this adrenaline mode, and then when you get out, you come to this life. It's like, how do I do that? Yeah. How do I get the little bit 
of adrenaline back. Yeah. Right? So you see a lot of veterans, and they do a lot of crazy things, right? They do rock climbing. They do hockey. Like they wrestle with their friends. And stuff yeah, like yeah. That. So coming off the VA stuff, they don't see that. But now that they started doing these tests to understand, like, oh, these guys are exposed to all these little micro-concussions within their career. And then now they're accepting the fact that when they go get their blood drawn, that's the first thing they will do to make sure your testosterone levels and your estrogen levels are all right. Because now they relate that back to a huge disability claim okay. throughout the entire military. So that's, I would say, look into that. Right. <laughs> Even if you're not around like, a lot of guns and stuff, but like you're around no, machinery no. and stuff like that, yeah. it still counts. I yeah. did maintenance for like 11 years and now I have a desk job, so. Hell yeah. And that's part of the program is, you know, the physical ex- exercise of what is needed and everything. And, you know, back in the day with the VFWs and American Legions, it was, you know, kind of groups getting together, kind of sharing stories, which helped. But now that, you you know, the newer wave, the newer generation of veterans will oh, be a little bit more outgoing and everything. So um, that's where these programs are really helping, you know, getting that exercise, getting that movement going. So that helps, you know, the physical and mental at the same time. So, cool. Yeah. Do you no, guys? Totally. Oh, sorry. No. Go ahead. Do you guys have hockey backgrounds? Like, I'm just more curious about like how oh, hockey. Like, not, oh, I mean, really. yeah, obviously, you guys did it all to show me. Like, you know what? Let's put some skates on and go knock somebody over. You know. You know? I didn't really do any sports when I was younger. Like, like middle school, maybe elementary school. I played soccer and I was horrible at it. And then I didn't do anything. And then when I was in stationed in Germany, I played roller derby for a little bit. Okay. And then I kind of got tired of that drama. And my friend was like, hey, you should try hockey. So I tried women's hockey when I got to Alaska, and I loved it. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I just. I mean, of all went places to go to, so I mean. <laughs> I'm just thinking. But I've only been playing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I played when I was little. So. And then uh, there was a stretch where, you know, it's an expensive sport. My parents couldn't afford it. And, yeah. I, and then I played again. And then I played throughout high school. And then um, played. And then after that, I just started playing pickup and stuff in college and intramurals in college. And then uh, Camp Lejeune couldn't play four or five years. 29 Palms couldn't play for years. And then get to a place where I can play. So it's kind of played off and on. I you just need two of the worst bases in the court. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like 29 balls. It's easy. Um, <laughs> I've actually... Safe, I've, I think I started skating at three, playing at five, been a goalie since seven, and wow. outside of three and a half in the four years I was in the Air Force, I played... Um, Oh, bro. <laughs> I, when I got out, uh, one of the things that drew me to Illinois State University was that they did have a hockey team, and I hopped on and, and played for them when I was getting my degree. And um, I actually, you know, continued to play in the leagues here. Um, if it wasn't for the organization, I probably would actually be done. I told my wife probably a year, maybe two before uh, joining and stuff, or this the organization even formed. I was like, when I get to 40, I'm, I think I'm just, you know, stop playing goalie. It was just kind of time and and but now with these guys it's like you know i want to continue to play just to help and be around and, and do what i can for them so yeah i have zero background <laughs> all right yeah i came in you i didn't i yeah see roller is different though well yeah that's <laughs> really you don't stop like you do on ice <laughs> and you know you what stop everyone anyway. learned that they're like oh you can get you know it's not bad 
Couldn't stop. You're like the kid on Mighty Ducks. He's fast as hell, just can't stop. I just stopped on one side. The other, the other, my other ankle's pretty jacked up. So it's it's funny that that's the thing. But yeah, they taught me everything I knew how to play, and I already knew the rules of the game. I was a Blackhawks fan. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. All right. So I mean, knowing that you're in this area, I'm assuming that can comes into play a little bit. The little uh, Blackhawks Blues rival. Yeah, we're right between the two. Right. I'm a Cardinals fan. Okay. No, but you're a Blackhawks fan. I get you. If I had to pick a team, I would go Blackhawks. But I'm not a Cubs fan. I'm a White Sox fan, and I would lean towards St. Louis if I had to pick the National League team over the Cubs. I gave up on professional sports. <laughs> it's too expensive. It's not family friendly anymore. No, I like the uh, Peoria Chiefs and the Peoria Rivermen. Yeah. Ten bucks to get in. I'm, I'm happy, oh, man. That's, there's something to be said for that, yes. It's family friendly to pay that price. <laughs> and you can do it here in town, the corn belters. Yeah. Yep. They're pretty fun to watch. Yep. Yep. Uh, we've actually reached out to the new uh, soccer team in Peoria. Okay. Um, doing some stuff. Uh, we're reaching out to the... Um, Vermilion uh, County Bobcats, the Vermilion we've been in contact with. I think with. we have a new arena football team here, too. The Renegades, I think it is. Uh, is that right? Maybe. It might be. Uh, they were supposed to get one in 2020 because we were actually, you know, the owner of the team that was coming, he was actually a former Marine, so we were okay. talking. Um, but with, uh, with COVID, I, I don't think it ever came, so it might be a different I know. Situation. I know something is happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have a meeting next week, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know any details. So I and we never said that. <laughs> I know yeah. something is coming. I do know there's. I believe it's the Renegades, but I could be wrong. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, used to have a team here. They did, yeah. and I mean, yeah. my wife and I came a few times. I mean, that was before we had my son, and he's in seventh grade now. But I mean, he would love something like that. That's I mean, intense. Yeah, you know, something just going. It's quick. It's cheap. It's easy. It's something it's to do right together. Yeah, yes. you know, you're yeah. not looking from all. Like, yeah. No, yeah. what's going on down there? Yes. What are those ants doing? Oh, it's they're, right in your right. face. They're catching a ball and bouncing off yeah. the wall. Yeah, like hey, or going into the stand. Yeah, going into the stand. Yeah. 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 Some craziness. They pay six thousand dollars to use binoculars. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I think I can see that guy. Use a rangefinder. Yeah, no kidding. But I mean, it's cool. I mean, I miss hockey here in town. Um We've had a lot of different ways. I really liked uh, the last one we had where we had the, it was the college student, or the pre-college students or the junior, yeah. I liked that because, I mean, when the few times that it went, I'm a maybe, well, I'm a busy guy, but uh, whenever I'd go, you know, it'd be like, you'd see who's committed to what schools, and you're like, you know. Like the Flying Aces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love them. We got season tickets for them. Yeah, it was so cool. We were upset when they Yeah, yeah, it was just cool to know that, these kids, yeah, there it is. You, they have a hot chance in their future. And hot chance? They've got guys in the NHL. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's a hot chance. I mean, it's just, yeah, it was so cool to do that. And, I mean, no offense to some of the other leagues. I mean, once you get below the AHL, it, there's pros and cons, and that's it. There's just pros and cons. I, I love hockey. I'm from western New York, uh, born and raised in the Buffalo area, and, I mean. Really? Yeah, so I mean, I love hockey. <laughs> Do not get me wrong on this. So, I'm not excited. You want to explain I'm from around. I mean, Pennsylvania, but oh, yeah. New York lines like right oh, there. Oh yeah, so. it's all right there. Yep. 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 
The only thing I know is Staten Island and my buddy. That's the opposite <laughs> side of the world. <laughs> and he, he's, he's rough. <laughs> Man, I, went, I went back to Buffalo with him. He went home. And I had never been there before my first kid was born. So my wife was like, you're going to go. Now's the time to go. So you know, I'm like, so how close are you to like New York City? He's like, dude. No, it's like, that's not yeah, that's no. not New York to me. Yeah. It's like he's 16 like eight hours away. Yeah, he's like Canada. Yes, fifteen minutes. Yeah. We're yeah. Canada 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 in fifteen like, minutes. I don't want to go to Canada. I, I love Canada. It's funny. I'm actually New York's very pretty. Yeah, too, yeah, I mean, yeah. Three buddies that were Marines that uh, all left DC area went back to Buffalo. They love it there. Okay, yeah, absolutely love Buffalo. So the one thing I could say, and, and I mean, I, I have no regrets where I am. I love it here. I love what we've done and everything. Um, but the the amount that the area changed after we moved away, it was it was dead. I mean, there wasn't much going on. I mean, there was there there was growth like in any city, and there was stuff happening. But it has had a magnificent resurgence since we left. I mean, it's over twenty three years ago. I mean, you know, but I mean, it's super cool to go home now and be like, wow, it's like. It's a it's, it's a different place, you know. Yeah, yeah. You had the torn down areas that were now the new cool places Correct. that they were redoing. You know, yeah. Like it, it's was... kind of like Cleveland went through it back in like the nineties and eighties and stuff, and Buffalo's gone through it now. But uh, no, it's super cool. I I, I miss it, uh, but I like it here better. So, no offense to Buffalo, I love <laughs> Buffalo, but we've developed a really good uh, thing here, and I. I, I can't leave. It's it's cool. I, I agree. I think Central Illinois is really a special place. I mean, it's a yeah, it's very blue, blue collar. Place. Yes, it is very flat. Yes. <laughs> it is blue collar. Yeah. Blue collar. You still got the American dream here. Cost of you living, do. still manufacturing. Um, you know, I grew up in LA, lived in DC, lived in Columbus. I mean, I've lived everywhere. Yeah. And uh, when. Uh, you know, Peoria and Central Illinois is my home, and I you know I love it here. Yeah. I, I I think I you know right now it's not the time to talk about the weather obviously but uh, I I like it's a little more extended summer um, it, I mean they're really spring and fall kind of blend into the other seasons mm-hmm. but it's an extended summer with two caps so if you can really do stuff for a while before it gets too hot um, I, I like that the the humidity though when it gets cranking <laughs> and the wind that just keeps cranking sometimes that's something he used we to. We were literally but... just talking about the wind. Yeah, <laughs> we went to a tournament in Wisconsin. Yeah, it was negative thirty degrees outside. We played outside. Oh, that's temperature. Yeah, that was the temperature, right? Well, the wind was whipping. Yeah, and he was talking about this is what we were talking about downstairs. He was talking about that was the coldest he's ever been, and I was like, there's no way. When I was in Bridgeport. Because it was like a winter package for the Marine Corps. Yeah. Like, that was the coldest I've ever been. I'm not, so you cross a river and you like take your gun, put it over your head, and you're walking on the water. In the middle, it, I mean, it was probably like five or six degrees. I did two winter packages in Bridgeport, and uh, I don't know, my feet and hands. I, that was the coldest I've ever been playing in Wisconsin. Except, Matt, I was surprised. So, um, we had, a little, we had this three-man tent that we, they had no heating or anything there. It was like this ad hoc tournament they put together, and Matt was by this little uh, stove we put together, and he like 
on I fire. looked on him. He was <laughs> on fire, and his pants were burning, and he had a big hole in and his I pants. I had no clue. I have all these pads on. I got like warming layers on. I'm sitting there. By the way, I had a dirty, dirty, dirty mustache. <laughs> it was. It was worse than Ron Jerry. Like, it was horrible. And it I'm was planning frozen. on being a cop in a few years. So this thing out, man. It was so gross, right? I'm like falling asleep listening to music. And I'm like right in front of the heater. I'm sitting there. And then someone goes, dude, you're on fire. I don't know they're talking to me. Yeah, I'm like, I look down at my $100 snow pants and I take snowboarding. They're on fire. And I'm like, I'm like, it was so cold. I bought this propane heater. I was like, I'm going to be proactive. We're going to have this little heater. So when we're changing lines, you can stand by. I look at the pro. It's like doesn't work below like negative ten or. Three. It didn't even work. It wouldn't stay lit. It was no, so it stayed cold. lit. You just had to have a lighter next to it. <laughs> but, um, so funny. But yeah, that was crazy. That that was the worst. He he swears it was the coolest he's ever been. And he's did two winter packages in Bridgeport. That's freezing. I swear. No, I mean, we slept in igloos and did all this other... You know, you had a candle because if the oxygen level, if the, oxygen level the candle goes out and so you're sleeping and then... I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I was warm. But that, I, th- negative 30, you know, and... It wasn't so bad for the wind. Typical Midwest saying. Yeah. It wasn't for the wind to be a yeah, really nice right. day. <laughs> right. it's, only, it's only 19 degrees yeah. out, but man... Negative 10 ain't like bad if it wasn't windy. <laughs> Trying not to complain about the cold because my first base was Minot. Oh, <laughs> North Dakota. Yeah, North Dakota. So like, I'd get up in the morning and be like, "Oh, it's negative sixty out. Yeah. Awesome." Oh, brisk. <laughs> Fresh air. Yeah, you breathe. It's like, oh, yeah. it's just like a yeah. ice block. Right. You can catch it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess the tournament was great though. I mean, we we went out after a couple of little bars in some small towns in Wisconsin. Yeah, there was. And, I mean, this we had a place good time. It was it was great. Like it was absolutely. We we rented a we had like a cabin that we rented and yeah. John was eating was cheese good. constantly. I was eating cheese curds, you know. <laughs> Typical. The squeaky ones, you know, the good ones. Yeah. Not the, <laughs> so. random we went to this bar though that was there. This was the craziest thing, right? Where was were you there? Are we at the bar? There you went. You came to the bar. I'm afterwards. the old man, by the way, so I'm like almost fifty. Yeah, he They're went to bed at like three o'clock in the afternoon. So yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we went to this bar, right? And I'm not gonna get into like who the person was, but it didn't fit him. Yeah. Right? So it was very like Hawaiian themed, and we go in there, and there is literally snakes. Like in cages, parrots, iguanas, and they have like a freaking thing, like of just like random fish together, like bass with like koi fish. Like, it made no sense. It made no sense at all. He was like, I'll catch those bass. And the, and the best thing is, we're sitting there, and the the owner comes over and he's talking smack to Tommy. He's one of our players, talking smack to him while we're playing pool on this really janky. The table, <laughs> like shit with sugar packets. Like, it was very bad. <laughs> like the felt wasn't felt. Yeah, it was like just turf. Yeah, it was just there, you know. And so we're we're at this place, and like you said, it was a fun time. But we we ran into some pretty crazy things. And this guy was like a firehouse place, but it was also serving like sushi. 
It made no sense to me. From that fish tank. In a town. <laughs> it, it was. That's why we had the bass in there. Yeah. I don't eat bass. Hey, those good fish get eaten, man. That's why they're in there. This is like a town of 200 in Wisconsin. So it's like a tropical sushi bar. Pizzeria. Palm trees outside, like under four feet of snow. It was the craziest thing we ever. Like, and we were just like looking at bars, and all the bars were closing besides this place. This place was the place to be. Right, you had to go down like some weird windy road to get to it, and you get to the end, you're like, it looks like a house almost. Alright, man, we're open. Come on, yeah, in. we got a pizzeria and sushi yeah. bar. Yeah. Yeah. Sushi yeah. chef over here, he's yeah. slapping up some bass. <laughs> Those are my pets. Right. <laughs> yeah, you missed it. This guy had, oh, it's a, okay. had a snake, iguana, <laughs> really? uh, Komodo dragon, or whatever it was, in, in this in, in this the, restaurant. In the restaurant. Yeah, well, there's also a couple there that was going there on, like, a really fine date, so they were, like, really oh, nice. Dressed people. up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so dressed up, right? And the, the owner is, like, taking these orders. He's like, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> and then they complain at the end of it, like, you were not very nice. And we were all over there laughing on this yeah. shitty pool table. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's all right. That is all right. Don't worry, we got a bar soap somewhere for you. Yeah. <laughs> just give me the whole thing, I'll just bite it. No, you're right. There's been a lot there's been a lot worse done here. Don't don't worry. What were your guys' favorite places to go when you were in the military? Did you have like you know, like I had, I have cousins that serve I don't want to say they're navy, so I don't want to piss any of you guys. <laughs> 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 does the Navy really exist? I, I mean, you know, we only got a few of them. They're my Uber driver. <laughs> so I had I had a I had a history teacher in high school. Now, now that I just asked you a question and cut it off, uh, <laughs> we are the best hosts who, ever. <laughs> who was uh, a Marine, and he always like his uh, the history class that he taught was American history, and it was like Civil War to present. And he was in Vietnam, was served in Vietnam. And he had, like, he always wore a beard, big beard. And he had, like, shrapnel in his face, and that's why he had the beard. But he was, like, my favorite teacher by far. Was very personable with everybody. And he always joked around. He's like, he goes, Tyler, he goes, I'm not saying you're going to the military, but if you do, you're going to the Army. And I'm like, why do you keep telling me this? He goes, because you, you ain't ready to be a Marine yet. That's what Army stands for. And I'm like... So, like, right then, I'm like, I can't handle the Marines. I already know this. And I'm like, sure as the hell ain't going to the Army. I can't oh, do this whole, whole service thing. i got to figure out another thing to do. Oh, man. I don't know if this is appropriate or not. So everything is appropriate. Okay, so every, okay, so my whole Marine Corps, I, I, I came in the Marine Corps in 1996. I left in 2018. Uh, always heard stories about Wait, you left in 2018? Yeah. Whoa. So, 20, 22 years, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Always heard of stories of Australia, and uh, yeah, I didn't believe it. Didn't believe it. End of two thousand three was the invasion of Iraq. Get home, they put me on a boat, sailing back. First stop is Sydney, and I'm married, so I was a good boy. I didn't do anything. I just. <laughs> I wish. Hey, I, I disclosure: wish I, He had to say that. Okay, so yeah, exactly. we can all say right, that. He actually had a great first wife. <laughs> after multiple wives, um, but um, anyways. I heard the stories. I, we're, we're, we're sailing in. We're on the USS Cleveland. And um, girls or women are literally throwing tennis balls 
with their phone numbers off bridges and ships in Australia other boats onto the ship and emailing finding the servers of the ship and sending messages and they were posting the emails on the boards with the girls like hey con uh, and so you get in there and there's girls just lined up at the port like trying like to meet U.S. Surf coming off of the ship. And you had to walk out with your head down. So he says. That's the filter version of the walk I went to and with another guy that was married and we explored Sydney and then we went to Carnes and we went to Perth and uh, yeah, it was every city I'd get back to the ship after like two, three days of whatever and every guy would be sharing their experience and I'd be looking at him with a very depressed look. Um, but no, I was, you know, tried to, you know. I was well, like, you're not married to that person anymore, are you? No. Okay, well, you should have done it. <laughs> you should have taken no, the well, chance when you could have. Yeah, should have, could have, would have. You know, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, you know. Just kidding. Like, so bad. Yeah, uh, that's bad. But no. So, uh, but that was definitely the craziest. The so you like Australia? Yeah. What are you? Uh, Germany. No. Hawaii was nice. Uh, China was nice. Russia was nice. Russia was nice? Uh-huh. Oh, no. beautiful. Yeah. It, I'm it, assuming it actually, not yeah. when it was fucking buried in snow it, or cold. It, it, it actually, it, yeah, it actually is. It, it doesn't even matter if it's buried in snow or not. Yeah, yeah. It, it's nice. Huh. Um, Guam was good. Except and, the snakes. I don't know. It didn't matter. I mean, Corey's in the in the background on a couch. He's like, it's so hot there. I'm sweating <laughs> just when you say Guam. <laughs> it's starting. It's starting. Air Force, we got the air conditioning, so you know. Yeah, you guys get all the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we we had an ocean view blocked by a mountain, and they wouldn't let us have air conditioning because we had an ocean view. Hey, we, let me tell you, we I always see have freaking ocean. <laughs> ocean view is always in Diego Garcia for us, you know. Oh yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> But those Jeez. those were some of the better ones for sure. <laughs> How about you, Holly? What do you got? Um, Why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, you know, 60. my not gets a lot of crap, but I actually liked it there. Uh, I had a good group of people. Um, Germany, the country itself, is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Just being in Europe and that being central, and just be able to travel to Sweden or. You know, Luxembourg or whatever. That was really nice. Uh, work-wise, in Germany, not so much. Um, that was probably my least favorite base. But um, from Germany, I think I got deployed to Aviano. We were supposed to go to Greece, but we ended up in Aviano, and that was not fun. Um, <laughs> country, again, is amazing. But, and then I've been to Osan and Bulgaria. For like a month, but Germany. I like I've Germany. I've never heard of Bulgaria. I've never heard of anybody going to Bulgaria. Right. Over there. Yeah. That's pretty close. But I like Germany, so. I'll keep mine stateside. Ooh, <laughs> stateside. Yeah, Georgia. Hands down. I got a nuclear weapon there. And able to literally just travel that entire coast and yingling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our boy likes yingling. All right, all right. Yes, hey, I do. It's not better. That or bush light. It's yeah. not better than Kevin. But I like the yes. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Thanks, Thanks. 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 Thanks.
that was because I was able to go to like Charleston. Yeah. I was able to like go to these cigar bars. I'm, I love cigars. Cigar bars and drink some nice bourbons and drink mead. Like that was cool to me. Like yeah, traveling overseas and doing things like that. But everywhere I went, I wasn't there for enjoyment. Uh, you know, yeah, I wasn't on right, a yeah. like we yeah. went, we were on a Marine Expeditionary Unit, but I was the experimental battalion, so we got all these new toys, and we had to test them in all these different environments. So I was never able to actually go out and enjoy Australia or yeah, yeah. go get, enjoy or Korea. catch a tennis ball or get email. Yeah, you know he's got or, this crazy story. We went to Vietnam happy, though. Yeah. Vietnam was probably the coolest place because we got to train with the soldiers there. One of the things they do there is it's kind of gross, but they take a they take a snake and they chop the head off, and they feed the blood to the warriors. Oh. It's a huge tradition. If you say yeah. no, they they hate you. They're like, yeah, you're not cool. But I, of course, was all for it. Yeah, I was right. Like, yes, let's go. And then we fought afterwards. <laughs> right? All right. Yeah, yeah, like a total warrior thing. Oh, right? man. And that was after like a 15 mile hike. So we did this 15, it's called the fight after the fight. So the whole adrenaline thing we were talking about oh, earlier, yeah. I'm understanding yeah. a lot more. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. There. Yeah. I think you eat some weird things. So, like, Bridgeport. It's if you do a summer Bridgeport package, they do a. Survival pack, and one of the things they, they kill a rabbit, and then um, they take the eyeballs out, and they make a couple of Marines eat the eyeballs out of the, out of the rabbit. So that like was sourdough. Right. It's like sourdough. Right. It's so weird. Yeah, I'd done that. I mean, pig's eye. Well, yeah, by choice. Yeah, it was by choice. And this is why I joined the Air Force. Uh, okay. I understand. I understand. I made some weird things in Bridgeport. I understand. I understand. All right. Grab it into a puppet, gut it, stick your hand in it, and, oh. and then you. Man, you go from animal. Australia to getting girls numbers to playing with a rabbit as a puppet. <laughs> well, he, he, he was married. He had a yeah, major for it. Yeah, a major boner. Oh, major boner. All right. Um, all right. So we should definitely. Uh, we're gonna start the uh, the. Uh, um, we used to call this the close shave. Um, well, so we were technically sponsored by SmoothLoveAlls.com, um, and that's the trimmers there. But Corey's, hair, Corey's is, hair, Corey's arm hair is covering right now, so we're <laughs> we're dropping that. Nobody ever used the code anyway, so uh, we're actively looking for new sponsors. <laughs> Currently, Ken Grove is the only sponsor. <laughs> Yes, right. There's options. Technically, you could go 60s or 50s on it if you really wanted to. I'll give you a fade right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's some different stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's in need of American, for me. Right. <laughs> so we'll call this the close shave. So we'll just, I mean, we'll keep rolling. And uh, any last thoughts anybody has? I mean, um, to wrap it up, I definitely want to make sure we throw out contact information for you guys. and uh, But we don't have to do that yet. We'll do that when we wrap it up. But, I mean, we've talked about destinations. We've talked about great things. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to – where do you want to go? I mean, you can talk about worse things. You can talk about um, experiences. You can talk about the organization, different things you guys have done that we haven't covered. Any last thoughts really is what – I would just say, you know, we do have uh, some practices coming up. We are playing the uh, Blackhawks um, up at Geneva uh, before a uh, USHL game uh, okay. with Steel. Uh, March 19th, I believe that is. Um, we're working on a 
another event actually in Kankakee uh, about a month ago, five weeks ago. Uh, the city, the town of Bradley, had two police officers get shot. Yeah, it's kind of a messed up story. They were responding to a call that of a dog stranded in a car in a hotel parking lot. They tracked down the owners, and the owners opened fire, uh, fatally killing one. Uh, the other one severely injured. So we're trying to kind of go up there uh, to kind of do a charity game to bring awareness to it. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Veterans Informational Fair, they could get a hold of us email uh our website facebook uh has our email uh information on it um but yeah i mean we we do have a lot of things coming up or and everything so just you know kind of please follow us on facebook and feel free to reach out even if you know if you know someone that's you know needs some help or something you know please let us know about it you know yeah 100 percent. yeah we're more than just a hockey team we're we're and that's we're here for and that's what i've heard today i mean what i so I knew you guys as like a, a group of veterans. I knew you guys as a hockey team. I, I didn't know you much more, but I mean today I definitely am understanding that there's so much more. Yeah. That it, it's just like that thing, like respecting other people, right? Like listen, learn, respect, right? You know what I mean? And you guys are doing so much for your um, camaraderie. I'll say, you know what I mean? It's just some of the hardest cool. things. Is it like? having somebody to talk to or is it like you're so used to like this is what you do every day for this many years that it's hard to come off of yes uh, i mean like all, that's, all, i don't know that's a strong that yes no, well so i i deployed but i never saw anything you know i was never in like active war zone or anything like that so but just coming out of active duty after doing it 11 years and then just going guard, which is only the one weekend a month, two weeks a year. And I was here by myself for like a good five, six months because the rest of my family was still up in Alaska trying to get. So I struggled a lot. I didn't know anybody here. My husband's from here, but I really didn't know anybody. So I'm thankful that I found a group of people yeah, that I 100%. can relate to. And I've actually, I don't know, it was a couple of months ago. I was not, I was just struggling. Yeah. And I was like, I need to vent to somebody or I don't know what to do. So. Yeah. And they were like, oh, here's, give she's, us a call or come. She's the glue for the team out on the ice. So I usually rile these guys up and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, not in St. Louis, our guys are like, we, we're, we're sending people into the box and, and we have Kilcoy, who we call Peacemaker, gets out of the box, he just checks another person, he just turns around, and I'm like, and she's like, what are you doing to these guys? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> you settle them down. I'm just sitting there on the bench, outdoors, having fun. And I told her, I was like, I'm just going to drink my tea on my bench, you know? But. No, I, I think we all have a passion, you know, to keep this growing, and, you know, we all have a passion uh, to keep this low to, to no cost, and um, I think we just need you know, people's time, treasure, talent, um, you know, to get the word out, to help fund it, um, to keep promoting it, whatever it is you think you can do. I think, I think, uh, we're open, you know, yeah. um, and we, we appreciate the community. We want to be involved in the community. We want to keep doing philanthropy in the community where we can. We want to keep supporting veterans. So yeah. if you're out there mm -hmm. and you want to help and you think you got a, 
some off. I mean, we we're open to everybody. So. Yeah, and on top of all that, there's there's other organizations in this town. Uh, Deer Hunt for Heroes. That's another big organization. Oh, very cool. And there's another organization that I'm trying to start, but it's just so much like different stuff. There's so much uh, like there's a lot of organizations, and like don't think you just have to go to one. You can you can be in multiple. Right, 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 right. Because you can take your experiences from one group and turn it to another group and help them. That's kind of like what a lot of people on the team actually do. There's other organizations and other people they know, but it's also like everybody is welcome. No matter if you have a disability or not, yeah, that, that's like, yeah, we we have tournaments that have you have to have an A rating to play in, yeah, but that that's not going to stop us from getting you involved, and that's like a huge thing, right? And that's yeah. any branch, whatever you've done, doesn't matter if you deployed or not deployed or yeah, space yes. force. I can't <laughs> wait until we get a space force. Oh my yeah. gosh, I am literally going to wear a tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> An oil funnel yes. just wrapped in tinfoil. It's going to be right there. Yeah, I'm like, what's up, space cadet? With, like, little mini hands on my fingers. Years ago, we, like, what, three years ago, we played a tournament, a veteran tournament, was able to in Vegas. We had a guy come up with us, Vietnam veteran, Purple Heart, Bronze Star. He didn't play a game. He just came with us. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. matter, man. You don't yeah. have to play. Just yeah, yeah. If you want to be in part, you want to hang with, you know. We got to get Corey on skates. I, I think, oh, know, we're I trying. Think we're talking to Mason. You know, having he's the, got a jersey now. He's got to. Yes. It's it's those you know those veterans just sharing their story more than anything. It's like we've all been there, you know, and pop out and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean that's what it's about. It's just, if if you you know if you reach out to us, yeah, we may not know the answer, but it's like we know. Okay, hey, this is the contact. This is the person you want to talk to, rather than. Well, I don't know, but maybe this person, and then they maybe, and then maybe. Yeah. We're getting to that point where it's like, hey, you need it? Okay, this is my contact. This is what they do, you know. Yeah. At least you're getting to the point quicker and starting the process for whatever it is. Sooner. No, I, I, I think you guys bring some amazing things to the table for all veterans, and we need to continue to spread that word for you guys. and. Yeah, help mean, you guys fund. I mean, honestly. Yeah, if we can do anything, you know. Because you guys should never have to pay a dime. I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, anybody who's given to our country, I, that's how I've always felt. I mean, maybe it's because I didn't. <laughs> but didn't I mean, go to you know. Yeah, didn't, didn't, play, didn't play with the rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many most yeah. you live in? Why not? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good with that condition. <laughs> Look, it's hard, right? We're veterans. We're yeah. so proud, right? Yeah. The hardest thing for us to do is be like, ask for a handout, right? No, like, I We don't that. want to do that. No, so when we you. start, we worked. Man, we, we went to the Chiefs games and the Riverman game, and we went to concerts, and we worked the concession stands. Yeah. And we busted our butt. I mean, we were cleaning the floors, cleaning the spilled beer, you know. Spilled shiny shoes, you know. Whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> I got my toothbrush. Really good at that. But no, that's how we started. You know, we, we, we work for every every penny we, and this, we I to love get that. this going. You know, I love so. that. But, but I also feel that just out of appreciation, I mean, you guys shouldn't have to. I mean, I, I think this is a, an amazing organization you have, and... Like I said before, you do so much for each other, and it's so tight. I mean, no, like, like kind of like you said, no therapist can replace what you guys have. No service can replace what you've created. You know, between your 
relationship and just having an outage and having those close people that it's it's above and beyond i mean it's amazing to me i mean it really is it's amazing in some ways it's like we have that 24 7 support it's like hey you have an issue you know we have our own app so like people could you know chime in they could text us you know our numbers are available and that's sometimes what's missing it's like hey i'm i'm going through a rough time right now you probably won't be able to see a doctor for two weeks. Well, you need it now. Yeah. Not two yeah. weeks. Yeah. 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 You know, and that's what. No, about. I, I 100% get you there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this last tournament that we had in St. Louis, like driving back home, I don't, I think it was partly exhaustion and being in pain, but like I just got hit with like with a wave of emotions. Emotions, yeah. Because I was like, this is like the first, because I normally change like away from everybody yeah but this time i you know changed in you know locker room with everybody and i actually felt like and not that i didn't before but it was even more so now yeah like like these are great guys so that that tournament really down in st louis a lot of people really enjoyed it and it's just like looking you know next practice next games and it's just like we got to continue to always you know provide and give that even if it's you know sometimes even if it doesn't happen, it's like hey, we can still hang out. We could go, you know, fishing or you know, a lot of us do play in league, so we see each other. Um, I'm trying to think like three of us ended up playing like the uh, we literally some of us played like three games on that Sunday because we had two down in St. Louis and then we came back and played league here and it's just okay. like you know talking about stuff. Um, you know, we're always open to giving you know as many possible opportunities to everybody like you know when we played the local uh, first responder teams gun to hoses you know we we had three people that are looking into our organization and stuff yeah and it's just like they incorporated they were like that was a lot of fun it's like that's just part of it that's you know the hockey is really small it's like come to our practices come hang out and it's just <laughs> just a blast i mean yeah. laughs the you know stories and everything and and, it, and we are such a small community of veterans you know if you look at it and you know one thing i remember with We're matthew went, yeah <laughs> right well one thing i was just saying how was the there, guns and hoses thing? as he was says it was like, a straight face though they were crazy he smiles like yeah we're old it, guys it, dude it was funny because like you know another thing about matthew is he isn't one of the newer guys and i when i met him i'm like he's telling me stories i'm like tommy who you know i call him heartthrob that's his name trust me he's you know, he's a heartthrob on our team. Everybody's, you know, but like, you know, I'm like, he says the same stuff. I'm like, I literally pop my phone. I'm like, hey, this guy's saying this, this, and this, and you know, heartthrob shrugs up, and then there's all of a sudden off in the corner talking. It's like, how do we not know, run each other? And right. it's like, we know the exact small, same yeah. people. And it's a small yeah, right. We've so never met each other. That's and crazy. we met here on this hockey team. Really? Yeah, we were actually stationed right down the road from each other, and some of the people I was talking to him about, like, uh, they, like I served with them in Georgia, but I was like really close friends with them. He was really close friends with them too, and I was like, "Dude, how, how, how did they know that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh, that's my best friend." I'm like, "Shut up! I will fight you." Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> I'm his bestie. You're not his bestie. That's what it defaults to. Bestie yeah. brothers don't exist. We default to. I'm gonna kick you. It's such head. a small community, yeah. and you know so many people. Yeah. And the Marine Corps is probably like one of the smallest, right? Definitely. Space Force. I think there's only like a hundred. Okay, well, Space Force isn't even a thing yet. Is it? 
I'm not sure. Uh, but it's so small. There's a wonderful TV series. And you know so many people. <laughs> and then you just like randomly like meet someone. I, I the bar last weekend, or two weekends ago, met a dude, right? He literally knew the same freaking people I did. I was like, right. not again. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Message like, yeah, come on out. Get another person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I... And that's the hardest thing is talking these guys into coming to like hang out or play or especially getting into the hockey thing. That's a little bit more of like a big step for people. But even just coming into an organization because they they don't want to seem broken. I was just saying, are they more reserved? Because yeah, because they like, think like oh yeah, yeah. I mean we're cool, but I just don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I there's that. no obligation like mm-hmm. for you to like be forced to come out. Like yeah. it's kind of like one of those things and. Veterans, when you're talking to them about it, you're like, "Hey, like, I know about this. I'm actually part of it. You should come out sometime." Yeah. They're like, "Oh, I don't know, man. I'm not. Yeah. I don't need help like that." It's yeah. like, Oh, we're just hanging out, dude. Yeah. We're drinking. Yeah. We're gonna have a good time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. In some ways, it's you know, subconsciously, that is the help that sometimes they need and yeah. everything. And it, it that's you know, we all come together. I mean, it's just like, you know, yeah, he was you know in the Marines, but I was in the Air Force, and it's just like we still you know. I'm sure there's a little smack yeah. in there. That's know, why you're laying on the ice right now. You weren't in the Marines. I'm sorry. That's, that's the thing is, like, people are kind of hesitant for various reasons. It's like, hey, no, this, this is, you know, the hockey is what we do. But it's like, hey, just hang out, share stories, you know. And, and that's the impact. It, it's everything else, it seems like. You know, who cares if you've never played on skates? You know, one of the I think one of the best moments we had last season, and you guys can correct me, is we had a guy start with us literally almost at the beginning, who finally got to play. You know, he you know we encouraged him enough when he played in game. He showed up to practices, didn't have any gear to start with, and then all of a sudden towards the end of our season last year, he's out there in his first game, and I was like, I don't care how the rest of this game is, that's amazing. That's yeah, what's yeah, about cool. you know. Granted, the, you know the other people that are around, yeah, they had multiple years but it's like that's the progress that we're showing and that's what we want it's yeah. like hey no you know if you don't want hockey that's fine you know no no problem but we have the opportunity and feel free at any time but we'll hook you up we'll get you out there if you want to so yeah. it's not even you know it's not even a hard ask it's just okay we yeah. got you and we go into mode like okay who's got this who's got this and there's a big pile of equipment all of a sudden. So. Yeah. And Corey's going to be playing. He just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. He's going to. Yes. I'm going to get him out there. Yes. Yeah. yes. But it's going to happen. It is. Uh, kind of the circle back, though, what you guys have done for us, is, I mean, it, it pulls our heartstrings. And it's, it's a Happy huge to thing do it. for us because being able to have the community vibe and be able to come here and like feel like family. You guys have done an amazing thing for us and for our team. And I, I know everybody on our team is very thankful. And I know he who pulled it, yeah, you, over there. The one picking his nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he put a lot of hard work into this, and it he went very he unnoticed. He, he was uh, he was aspects. always behind it. I'd say, oh, bad timing. Hit me up then. Hey, any chance? 
oh, <laughs> bad timing. Yeah. Oh, but but it wasn't it wasn't that we didn't want. It. It's just you know things yeah. just sometimes they work it, out, sometimes they don't. Yeah. It was just one. It, it was one of those things where it was beginning of COVID and yes, I didn't. didn't you know, help. I didn't. You know, the expectations were like, hey, let's just see. You know, kind of. Yes. yes. I understood. It's like well, the tricky part. I mean, once we actually mm-hmm. talked, was it takes this long to do a beer, so so we yeah, got to exactly. figure that out. Yeah. And, and yeah, you yeah, did, and you followed that up, and. You're like, hey, you said if I reach out to this, I'm like, yes. At that time, we're on track with Corey and stuff, and it's just there. There is no way we didn't want to do it. It was just making things work. Yeah, Yeah. and that's that's understandable. Well, and and I'll say, so grateful for you. And and I, we, we appreciate that so much. But I think we're thankful for you guys too. I mean, I think you have all opened up our eyes more to so much in partnering with you. You know, things that, I mean, I don't know what you tell but things I didn't well, understand. Well, doing, I mean, doing yeah. like, the sweatshirts and the, yes. even the can labels. You yes. know, like, I'm glad we got Corey because, you know, like, there's so many things nowadays where it's like, I don't, if you do something a certain way, you're going to piss a certain group of people off. Or a certain group of people are going to be happy with this. So, like, doing the can label, doing the sweatshirts, like, I had an idea talking with Corey about like what you guys did and you know like I got your guys like the Warriors label and all stuff and I'm like alright like I'm thinking I'm going to do it this way and I, I show it to Corey and he's like yeah I, I think that's okay and I'm like okay you think, I don't want you guys you know. showing up and be like oh yeah man beer's great label sucks sweatshirts suck like well, don't do that you know <laughs> and that was the thing you know when you were doing the label I'm like I liked your immediately I'm like with the wording I was just like oh, man I hope he doesn't know, like, I hope he doesn't make it the wrong way, like, you know, adding a few more words and stuff, because I was just like, there's so many that could have gone into it, and there I'm like, were. these there all were. came off my head, but please, you know, yeah. you know, and yes. I that's the hardest that. thing. Yeah. You created that? Yeah, yeah. so that, so, like, yeah. that, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was, that's, you know, like, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but it's not an intentional thing, but it's, it's one of those things, is like, I, you know... <laughs> A lot of pressure. It's like, no, you know, it you're is. like, I'm, you know, we're doing a lot of things that, like, we yes. have a high respect for, and I don't want it to be taken the wrong way. And I, you know, yeah. like, there's some people that yes. feel a certain way about when the black American flag comes out or when this stuff comes out. And I'm right. like, right. you know, I just see it going a certain way. Well, and I mean, then I'm like, I don't want, you so know, artistically, I don't want to piss somebody off. On a normal label, the only pressure you have is what we think, right? This had way more pressure. But then on top of that, a normal label, like, we've had some come out and, and we've gotten feedback like that's Nazi symbolism whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. it's an eagle our, it's a, yeah. you know it's like, like, no, but, but it's, <laughs> but we it's got it for our van yeah but it's, it's called Beer different. Force One yeah. 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 it has an eagle you okay symbol oh, you know it's yeah. a Nazi symbol but, it, but yeah. it's the so like, it's the know, dual so everybody has an opinion and they're welcome to have it but you know everything we've gotten even like um, I mean we don't get into political affiliations ever I mean we stay very you know, yeah, I mean, we're a business, right? Yeah. yeah. But, like, uh, we had our Lightning Francis. I love the label. It's got a tank, American flag behind it. Was it was from Stripes. Oh, man. We got <laughs> we got, we got, got some feedback that we're avid Trump supporters. And here's the thing. I'm not talking about politics here. There's no poli- political innuendo. Just look at that. Cool. cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is dope, man. Leave me alone. It's but, a movie, man. Like, but, but, I mean, those are the pressures doing there on a normal day. And then to try and understand and embrace. And I mean, this is way more meaningful. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you you definitely yeah, you were sweating that one. I mean, you really did. No doubt. Yeah, was, yeah. I mean, oh. I'm, I'm, and I'm glad you guys like it. I, yeah. It was just one of those it, things. It was like it, it may have gotten to Minnesota and Florida also. So sweet. Yeah. Excellent. What, what you did, cool, 
cool. is like if you there's one thing you can't mess up black. Right. right. Military like, people. It is our favorite color black. around here. Like, I don't know if you could tell. Ninety five percent of the time, and I'm an all black. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, okay. Sorry, I don't wear gray. I am too, because I wear gray for a reason, pal. Apparently, the Air Force is gray. He doesn't know he's wearing gray right now. You don't know. I wear black all day just because it's slimming. You know, it's a nice look for You can't tell what's going on under here. There's a lot of inside jokes occurring right now. Yeah, no, like going down the the road, like black was the safest because all the different branches are all have different colors. And it's like, I don't want to exclude anybody. Oh, and I don't, yeah. you know, like trying to get them all in. Like Corey and I talked about all the digital camo stuff. And I was getting to them like, Corey, there's like 50 different freaking versions of digital camo and colors. And I'm like, someone's going to look at this it's label. It's so controversial too. Yeah, so it is. All, not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just like. It's actually the most controversial topic in the military. See, yeah, that the digital, looks like we, crap. we didn't grow up in the digital. That's we crap. had the old school. And yeah. I, like, right. I don't like the digital stuff. Right? Yeah. And I like the old school camo. So for me to yes. like put it on, like, I don't really I like, like the old school camo too. Yeah. But that's that's hilarious. Because yeah. that's a huge thing. Yeah. My thing was like, if I want to do camo, I want to like spray painted like on a truck camo. Like, <laughs> Black, brown, tan, green. Those are it. <laughs> like, but yeah. And Corey's like, well, there's, you know, you got blues and you got all of them. I'm like, dude, I can't do it. Like, let's just let's just do black and hope for the best. What's the Space Forces camo? I think they actually got, like, blue in there because it, it falls under the Department of Air Force. Well, that sucks. So, they're going it's probably just the... When you want the stars and stars, like stars like the moon. Neon green, yeah, some red. On. Yeah, you know, get a... Yeah. Blend in with the moon. I'm gonna, well, yeah. you gotta, you gotta act like a Martian. You gotta dress like a Martian. Well, that means but not too much like a Martian. You gotta be kind of American. Does that mean you have to be a Martian with the tens? Oh, yeah, I tell you. Foil know. hats, man. Yeah, foil hats and uh, you know those little hands you put on your fingers. Oh, I got a picture to show you guys. You this, this is going down rabbit hole. So with that, I'm gonna say. Uh, thank you guys. We appreciate this, and uh, this may not be the last one with if you. They all. Have info. Yes, if you have any info or contact, this is you guys. Okay. How can people contact it? you guys? Uh, through our Facebook page, we usually try to respond within the day. Uh, you can hit us up at info i n f o at c i v w c i v w dot org. Don't listen to the marine. Give him crayons. If you see him, if you do happen to see a marine anytime soon. Give them a crayon. That's like Christmas for them. Um, I'm excited right now. I do. Want, I do want to say one thing. I want to, uh, for all the all the guys that went down, uh, all the guys and girls that went down to St. Louis. I want to say thank you guys for you know coming, out, being able to come out and everything. Uh, I don't know if we should just start listing names and just doing a random like all the nicknames that we have, you know, but. Everybody that went down there, thanks. Uh, if you're playing, you know, if you want to check us out, please do. Um, we do have a lot of time. We, you know, laugh. We got everybody from every branch except for Space Force involved. Coast Guard. But you know, we're not going to hold that against you if you are Space Force. Please, you know, we, we might want, just look at you, you and be questionable. But seriously, in all seriousness, every veteran's welcome. Um, if you're disabled, please definitely reach out to us. No matter what. Just to come and hang out. Um, and, and thank you to Kegro for A, the bear, but also inviting us to do the podcast. Uh, as well. Thank so, you guys. And uh, uh, if anybody didn't get all that, you can always reach out to Grove at any time. We will direct you in the right location. 
and uh, Space Force or not, maybe. Space Force or not, they've got you and we've got you. <laughs> so I, we do have to get our other branches memberships up. The Marines seem to like you know be beating it on your chest a little bit, you know. So maybe maybe you got to pick it up a little bit. We only got a couple there, but you know. So please, every branch is welcome. I with that uh, reach out. Let's get involved. Thank you, everyone. Uh, fantastic organization, Central Illinois Warriors. Check them out. If you've served, if you haven't, go support them in any way possible. Thank you, everyone. It's been good. Thank you. Thank you.